Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Dr. Jeff Goldblatt. Dr. Jeff, how are you, my friend? Good to Fine, see thank you. Thank you. Good to see you. It's nice, nice to see you in this element. In this element. <laughs> Considering the element you and I normally see each other in in the morning, but yeah. that's another story for another half hour, but maybe later on we'll tell that secret, but that's okay. So, Dr. Goldflat, I understand that you're a, you, were, you were a surgeon, but maybe we can start the topic tonight of maybe a little bit of background about you and sure. how you got started. Well, in... Uh, 1963, I went to medical school. Okay. I went to school in uh, Richmond, Virginia, and then from there I went and did my surgery in Miami for five years, and oh. then I went to Moody Air Force Base during Vietnam, and I was an Air Force uh, surgeon okay. at the base. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't go over to Vietnam, I just stayed in the United okay. States. And then after that, I went to private practice in 1974, and I've been in private practice doing surgery up until 2017, and then I retired. Okay. In the interval time, we had a very big uh, practice of people with varicose veins, mm -hmm. and so I had a vein clinic down in Old Lyme, and then we got into the cosmetic business because every time you'd go to a, a, a show on vein problems, yeah. you'd have cosmetic things. And so I started doing that, and then it was kind of nice because I could retire from being a stressed surgeon mm -hmm. to being a laid-back cosmetic or uh, medical marijuana uh, certifying doctor. Right. Yeah, and so that's what I was saying. I'm the sort of person, honestly, that yeah. I have to keep working. <laughs> right. I, I just, uh, I, my hobbies were simply work and I'd go on vacations. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you need to make money to go to on, on vacations. vacations right. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, Jeff, what exactly, can you maybe explain what varicose veins are and... Well, basically, they're in your legs and the women tend to get them right after they get pregnant because of the pressure from the uterus onto the vein, the venous system. Okay. It's a failure of the valves within the veins. And so, I think it was uh, two, uh, 1991, I actually went out to um, Los Angeles and I took a course by an Israeli transplant surgeon on the European techniques of doing varicose veins, mm -hmm. which were little tiny incisions instead of the big incisions. And I'm sure everybody's seen somebody's legs that look like a stepladder, you know, yeah. big slashes, mm -hmm. they're painful. Right. These guys had figured how to do it not painful. Really? And so I got into that as well as all the other surgeries that I did. And then later on, they came. They had a um, technique called a closure technique, where you close the very large vein that is feeding the little branches. And if you close it off with either a laser, now they even use glue. But you know, oh yeah, and the stripping was pulling it out. But right. instead, we went to just closing it, and so that worked good. And then, uh, uh, so I did that. And like I said, then I got into the starting to do cosmetic things, and everything just falls into place. Now they used, they used glue back in the day? No, but I've heard now they are doing that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be, that, that, that's well, gotta be It's scary. just some way, well no, some way to close it off. Yeah. You know, it's like crazy glue. You yeah, know, I was stuff. gonna have well, to Yeah, <laughs> oh, and they have the certain glues that they use in surgery, they're not different than crazy glue, they're just sterile. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, that was fun. Absolutely. Now, as far as 
Now, does everybody get varicose veins, or is it it's, it's preventable? Conge or? It's congenital in the okay. sense that certain people's will, people will and others won't. But right. uh, when, like I say, when you, if you're on your feet a lot, mm -hmm. you tend to have pressure just in the venous system because you're not walking. Your muscles in your legs act as a pump, yep. pump the blood up. But if you're standing all the time, that's not good. Like when you go on a long flight, we, I always tell everybody to move your legs around so you don't get blood clots. Right, exactly. People get, get blood clots on long flights, yeah. Exactly. And obviously you want to get up and get moving before you hop on the plane and sit down for <laughs> six or eight hours. Yeah, but then, then that's, that's not good. Your feet are going to fall asleep and then you're going to get up and yeah. Yeah, no, it's basically tough. beyond pins and needles. Now, how has, since you, since you stopped practicing, how has the medical profession changed? Do you really want me to answer that yes, question? Yes, I really want you to answer that. Well, to tell you the truth, with all the AI going on, you don't see the doctor much. You see a, 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 a PA, a physician's yep. assistant, yep. or a, a, a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the, it's changed from the good old doctor who made house calls to the computer, and they have a, a program in the computer that they have to fill out so they can get the maximum payment. So they'll be sitting there at a computer. Oh, yeah. Really? This, absolutely. Wow. Medicare has certain stages of payments based on how much work you do. And so you have a, a litany of questions that these guys will fill out. Mm -hmm. And so the problem is it takes a long time to fill them out, and the patients behind you we just lost, I hate to say it, and I can say it because I'm old enough to say it. Right. We, we've lost that, that, ten, that human touch. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, which is sad. And, of course, in the state of Connecticut, you have Hartford that took over half the hospitals. Yeah. And you'll take the other half. That's Yeah. You know, and so you, you have Middlesex and a few other little ones and, and, the, and the Catholic Church. Um, but it used to be all, everything was private. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it was nice to have your own doctor, and, and they actually made house calls. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually, I actually know the, my, my <laughs> physician is in Westbrook off of Exit 64 mm -hmm. in the medical building. Yeah. Before he, him and his partner, his business partner, built that building for their practice. Uh -huh. And then they... A couple of years ago, obviously, Yale, Yale New Haven Health came along and what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, ate, 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 ate it right ate, up. Ate the, ate the whole thing up. I actually, went, I actually had to go to the doctor not long ago, and he says they sent me for they had, I had to go for blood work, and his office sent the paperwork to Quest, but they also sent it to Yale. So his office is like, go to Yale because it'll be a lot quicker getting it back because we're obviously a Yale New Haven yeah, facility. Yeah. She, she was like, go to Yale and Saybrook, get the blood work done there because if we go to Quest and get it done there, it takes about 72 hours for everything to come back even yeah. though she was like, if you go to Yale this morning, everything will be back and the results will be back in your in your MyChart program probably by mid-after either lunch or mid-afternoon today. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's quick. She was like, it's... Yeah. It, 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 when you look back at the system... Yeah. And I've been, I've been in, looking at that system for 60 years. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I was 21 when I started med school. Right. 
and they just started doing kidney transplants yeah. and dialysis then. Mm -hmm. And you watched all the changes, and there's no doubt that technologically there's some fantastic work being done by a lot of these hospitals. Right. But, but they took out the humanism. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about testosterone replacement therapy for men and women. Okay. Anyhow, part of the aging process that occurs to humans right. is that your body stops doing things. Right. Stops secreting testosterone. We all know about that in men. But in women, it's, it's very funny because they get the tiniest little bit of testosterone, take them out of menopause, the symptoms of menopause. Mm -hmm. Fuzzy brain, you know, uh, loss of libido, stamina, uh, night sweats, you know, and all that. And, and a guy needs 10 times as much to kind of get back to where he was when he was 45. Right. And uh, you know, anti-aging is a big thing, mm -hmm. and people want to stay younger. And so the process, uh, that's a hormone that kind of feeds all cells in your body, you know. And so... The men do it, and there are also a lot of men that are born with such a low testosterone that, that they really need replacement. It's called hypogonadism. But uh, nowadays, you know, you, they're not going to turn into the Incredible Hulk. No. No, they just want to have a little more stamina and get, stay at the gym longer and be a little, and that works out really nice. Absolutely. We do a pellet that you put under the skin, but there's, there's creams you can rub on. Uh, men do that. Not the women, usually the men will do that. And sometimes you can do uh, big farmers' injectable things. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a... They're different. The, the pellets are uh, bio, they're, they're the exact same molecule as your own testosterone, whereas yep. the other ones have been, they've been changed so that you can patent it. So they change, they add something to it. Yeah. And obviously it depends on what they add to it, depending dependent on the person. No, they, they really only have a couple of them. Oh, okay. It's, it's just, that's what they made. You know, testosterone butyrate's one of them, and oh, okay. you dose people out depending on their size and the effect. Now, let's talk as far as the aspect of testosterone, and does it have anything to do with weight loss? It's helpful. Is it? Yeah, yeah, because it gives you more energy to exercise. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and... Uh, because you, you want what you want to do with weight loss is you want to make use of your muscles, right? Uh, and you want to the more activity your muscles, you need energy, and the mm -hmm. energy if you limit your fat intake uh, and your sugar intake, should we yeah, say, then you start to burn it from your fat stores. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to obviously watch what you eat before. Right. Before you eat and, it. And as you get older, you don't need to eat three meals a day. That's not necessary. Oh no. No. What's that? You don't need that many calories. <laughs> yeah. So when you're younger, you got to eat three meals a day. And because you have your own growth hormone. Right. Growth hormone, that's an interesting thing because... Well, let's talk about that. All right. The, the, in children, you know, <laughs> they start off, you know, little minis. Yeah. And then the, their growth hormone is being released five or six times a day. And that goes to every cell in your body okay. and gets to be efficient and it helps growing muscle, bone, mm -hmm. you know, everything. But then as you age, that release of the growth hormones starts to slow down. So the older you are, the less growth hormone you release. And there's these artificial type of, of growth hormones that have been on the market, but they're, they're dangerous to your health because they can long-term use affects all the, what they call the receptors. But then if you use the, 
your what's called growth hormone releasing hormone and there's another one called epimorel and these get your pituitary in your brain to release your own growth hormone okay. and so if you do it once a day that's good too depending on your age i mean you could do it twice so you have to inject yourself that's the right. only thing you can do it two or three times a day if you want and you're not going to look like the incredible hulk no. you know, all it's going to do is improve your metabolism keep your energy level up yeah yeah, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. Inflation isn't just hitting your pocketbook. Businesses are tacking on new fees to survive. Be wary of low advertised prices. More businesses are implementing drip pricing, where additional fees are added as you move through the buying process. Don't be afraid to take your business elsewhere. If you think the fees are too high, keep shopping around. Comparison shop with fees in mind and make a complaint. Consumer Reports found that 64% of consumers who complained about a hidden or unexpected fee successfully had it taken off their bill. Budget for fees. In most cases, hidden costs are not illegal, which means there are some hidden fees you might be obligated to pay. But watch out for cramming, the illegal act of adding unauthorized service charges without your knowledge or approval. Take a few minutes to review your statements each month and check for new or unexpected fees. If you find a hidden fee, take it up with the company. They may be willing to reduce or remove the fee in some cases. And even if they don't, you still want to know what you're paying for and how much you can expect to pay monthly. For more tips, visit BBB.org. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Dr. Jeff Goldblatt. Dr. Jeff, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> so, Jeff, let's talk. We've got a whole list of stuff to talk about. Where do you want to open up this segment? Well, we can do the peptide talk. Sure, let's talk about peptides. Yeah. Pe peptides are signaling, signaling agents that tell your body to do something. And insulin is ah, the okay. very first one that was ever discovered. Okay. And so there are 7,000 known peptides. And the uh, big farmer has been, you know, researching things for... Um, to try to use them for certain things. Yeah. Perfect example we were talking about before was for type 2 diabetics. Yep. Ozempic, uh, Trulicity, Lerglutide, uh, Semaglutide. Semaglutide, Lerglutide, these are known peptides. So they, they can't patent a known thing. Oh, really? Like you can't patent testosterone. You can patent testosterone butyrate. So like Ozempics, the way it works is they make a pen that you can give yourself the mm -hmm. injection so you have four shots every week, you do one. Yep. Now there's another company that does it and they give you a pen that only gives you one shot. But you can go to compounding pharmacies and buy it in a vial and you draw it up yourself with a, your own syringe and you give yourself a shot. Uh, and the difference in pricing is remarkable. Is it? Yep. It's probably cheaper if you get your own syringe and the cheap, get the vial it, and yeah, whoop. it's about a, it's about a quarter the cost of doing it with the big pharma. Really, wow. I know that sounds. And when when you look around for certain, yeah. you you can find things that are significantly cheaper. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, most patients don't know it, and, and even some of the doctors don't know it. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, so anyhow, so that's something good for, the, you know, big pharma. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about growth hormone. There's another things that are really, really important, seriously, is your immune system. Okay. Because the immune system actually does everything. 
It controls all the autoimmune diseases that do yeah. because your immune system's confused. Cancer, we make cancer cells all the time, mm -hmm. and the immune system spots them and kills them. But as you get older, then you can develop a cancer. The, the other thing, like the viruses, they talk about shingles. Why, yeah. Who gets shingles? Stressed people or older people? Right. Because their immune system's failing. Right. So the things that you can do for your immune system, there are peptides that actually help boost your immune system. But unfortunately, nobody talks about that. We yeah, just right. talk about the pill or the shot you can take to cure something after the fact. I, my attitude has always been try to be healthy before you, you need anything. So, yeah. Now, what, are, what exactly are shingles? It's a virus. That, it's from chickenpox. Okay. But it didn't go away. It stays, oh, all right. It stays in your system. And your immune system, there's, there's tons of viruses in our immune system and yep. bacteria. Your, your, your gut can, has pounds of this stuff. And, but your immune system's so smart that it keeps them under control. When the immune system tilts, you might say, and that's the same concept with COVID. I mean, mm -hmm. people with a good immune system, if they got COVID, they didn't even know they had it or they got a little sort of something. But someone's immune system that's out of kilt, right. they got sick, especially chronic Lyme disease. That, mm -hmm. That's another problem that's been, you know, in the, when it was first discovered probably in 1980 or so because yep. the people in Lyme got sick. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, but they didn't realize that that little rickettsia, that little bug, you might say, can go into hiding and it becomes dormant. Mm -hmm. And so you can only kill bacteria and things like that when they're actively multiplying. So you can't put somebody... On chronic, with chronic Lyme disease for, on antibiotics, it'd take them 10 years, right. five years. You gotta take it every day and then it disrupts your entire gut, right. which has got all the good bacteria in it. Absolutely. So, but the good news is there is one antibiotic that they're researching now because it didn't work on anything and they discovered that it works on just Lyme disease. So there's a research really? going on, yeah, because you, oh. you can take it, you just keep taking it because it doesn't affect anything but the Lyme uh, rickettsia. So there's things out there, but it's but with the FDA, mm -hmm. you know, it's a five-year process usually. I'm not an expert on that. Right. So, but there's there's a lot of things out there. Absolutely. Now, one of the other topics we need to talk about tonight is medical marijuana. That's remarkable. All right. And because I really, as a surgeon, mm -hmm. I was very lucky because I do an operation and healed you. Yeah. It was simple. Right. You know, <laughs> but the medical doctors, they'll love this statement, nobody gets better, right. except for if you have pneumonia or yeah. bacteria. Everybody else is on the same blood pressure pill, mm -hmm. but if you get your weight down, right. it changes things. Your That's immune cool. system changes, too. But medical marijuana was the beginning of my looking at different effects mm -hmm. because people would come in the office with... And I, I brought a piece of paper. Yeah. The qualifying, this, there's two pages of these qualifying, and it basically. Well, can we go through a couple? Sure. Cancer, okay. number All right. one. And what is affected, how's cancer affected your immune system? Exactly. That's not working. Glaucoma, that's interesting, and that's the second one. Uh, HIV, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, nerve injuries, epilepsy, Crohn's disease, PT. PTSD, post-traumatic stress yep. disorder, is a, is a big one. And during my seven years of doing this, we had a tremendous amount of that, especially with the vets mm -hmm. or people that have been in prison or motor vehicle accidents. Right. And the other interesting thing is, is that when, when people have a horribly stressful situation, 
then their immune system goes out of control. And a perfect example that I see all the time is something called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And you say this, that's a reduction in function of the thyroid because your immune system's killing the thyroid. Right. And so when you ask the people, when did they develop it? I just got divorced at that time. Uh, I was in a motor vehicle accident. So some horrible thing happened. Right. Yeah, and so it's amazing. There's so, ma there's so many of these things. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just remarkable. And pain is a big thing. You yeah. know, whether you've had uh, a motor vehicle accident or something, they do a lot of things with pain and neurologic problems. Uh, but going back to the basic thing was mm -hmm. that what I noticed was that when people would come in to, for a renewal, yeah. and they had been on something for post-traumatic stress disorder, for yeah. or you know they were on an antidepressant or something to a mood well, a lot of the people would work very hard with the pharmacists at the at the dispensaries to come up with the right kind of combination of things, and then they start to get off the medicines. You know, they have to check with your doctor, check with the pharmacist. But it was a lot of people would get off of all the meds. And a lot of the meds, the pharmaceutical meds, you take one, but then you end up taking another one because it's causing a side effect. So you take something to counteract the side effect. Right. So, but it, the renewal, it, that's when you start to learn if the stuff really works. And it really did help many people. Yeah. And I would say 98% of the renewals that I see, mm -hmm. if I don't see them, you don't know. But yeah, right. And you ask them how they're doing, and they say it's been great. Wonderful for sleep, and sleep is probably one of the most important things you can do because when you have sleep, at that time, what happens is you have to you have to heal things in your body, whether it's your brain or what you ate. Uh, so it's and it's not a good idea to eat right before you go to bed. No, 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 because <laughs> then you're gonna be up all night. Yeah, and it, things don't work. But no. your body needs time off. Right. And I used to think fasting was insane. Everybody's out fasting, and over the years, I've learned to know it's not because it gives your body more time to heal itself. Really? The body, yeah, the body is remarkably smart. Much smarter than this is up here. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know the, I didn't know that about the body and healing and time yeah. and sleeping. Yeah, and so they would get, they, they're able to make lots of people with different diseases able to sleep, mm -hmm. and then when they sleep, they feel a lot better. Their arthritis might feel better. It's, 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 and of course, their anxiety, they can take things. Uh, and like I said, there's like a hundred different varieties of marijuanas in these dispensaries. Uh, you, can, you can eat it, you can smoke it, you can vape it, you can put it under your tongue, there's drops. Um, there's creams that you can rub on for, oh, okay. for pain. I, uh, and, and like I say, the, the pharmacists, as the knowledge, and they also have lots of uh, websites that will tell you what is right. What absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. So it sounds to me like it's a. It works. It, it, it does. It sounds it, to me it, like it, it works. absolutely works. Because I was a neutral person. As a surgeon, I just fixed the problem. Right. And and all of a sudden, I'm just looking to see what works, and that's what what was working. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, if as far as going into a dispensary, do you need like a license or do you need a... You, you need to come and see someone like myself. You know, it's either a, a licensed physician in the state of Connecticut, yeah. a, a physician's assistant or a, a nurse that's a nurse practitioner. Yeah. And then depending on what, you're, you're, what you have, you've got to prove it, you know. Right. Uh, and then we have a form to fill out and we fill that one out 
and you send it off to the state. You also send money off to the state. Uh, and so once that's done and the state sent you your, your card, okay. uh, then you can go to the dispensaries. And I always tell my patients that if something's not working, ask the pharmacist. Absolutely. Something else. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, with a hundred varieties, there's ones that keep you awake, ones that put you to sleep. There's all these hybrids. The, the California growers and the Colorado growers, you know, many years ago had all these crazy names, and but they 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 they, they were the forefront of this sort of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So if you want. So basically, if you need to get a card, you just have to go to your... Yep. Yeah. You have to get in touch with... The, uh, not all doctors do it. Oh, really? You have to do a test with the state of Connecticut to get approved. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can't... And that probably takes some time. Not really. No? It doesn't take that long. Oh. No. You just have to do it. Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. Then you got to prove it. Yeah. And when people come in, they have to be a resident of the state of Connecticut. Right. Uh, they have to prove... They have to prove they live here with, you know, and, and uh, but if you're not a resident, you can't get a card. Really? Yeah. Uh -oh. Now, each state has its own rules. Right, exactly. See, if the federal government would legalize mm -hmm. marijuana, mm -hmm. then you, you wouldn't have to do any of these things. But uh, at this point in time, that's not, hasn't happened yet. Yeah, no. No, no absolutely not. And two million people die of alcoholism in the world and nobody's overdosed on marijuana. The, the, the fact about marijuana being a gateway drug, mm -hmm. the gateway is the, the, the person selling it to you. Yeah. That was the gateway, because they're trying to get you on other things, whether it's fentanyl or heroin or this, but, it, but the, it doesn't happen. I mean, people get paranoid a little bit and people right. can't sleep, but nobody's stopping breathing. Absolutely. That's what happens with these heroin, fentanyl, the narcotics. Everything stops. Absolutely. Yeah. Jeff Goldblatt, thanks for some time, and we'll see you soon. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Right. On behalf of Jeff Goldblatt, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks, good night, and we'll see you next week.